Good morning, good morning. How are you? How are you? How are you? Happy Friday. I hope you're excited about today. Hope you're excited about 4th of July weekend. Woohoo! Can't wait to take the day off. I'm. We'll see what happens Monday. I'm going to guess I'll probably do the teaching, and God willing, I'll do it a little bit later. <laughs> but, but anyways, I hope you're having a great day today. What are you thinking about this morning? Have you captured your thoughts? Are you starting to plant those seeds of good? Start to do it. It's a daily thing. But today I was reading in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, and I always love Ecclesiastes. There's just a little bit of information that you can kind of grab onto and put into your life and put into your mind. And yesterday we were talking about God's word and how everything comes from this comes from this word. It's important to think on the word when you start to th- it's pretty much the whole duty of man. And I'll go into a little bit of that uh, at the end of here. But if you go to chapter four, verse one, it says, so I returned and considered all the oppressions that are done under the sun. And this under the sun, it's actually upon earth. All the oppressions that are done upon the earth. And behold the tears of such as were oppressed, and they had no comforter. And on the side of their oppressors was power, but they had no comforter. Wherefore I praise the dead which are already dead more than the living which are yet alive. There's always going to be those who are oppressed. And it talks about if there's oppressions in a in a city, don't worry about it because those they're people that are in higher esteem, higher position, and there are there are higher than they that are taking care of it. You can't take on the woes of others in the sense of of of, of those who are being oppressed. You can pray for them, and if God puts you in a position to do something about it, you can. But to take it on and to let it drag you down in life is not what God wants for you. It is God's job to take care of his people. Verse 3, Yea, better is he than they both, which hath not yet been, who hath not seen the evil work that is done under the sun or upon the earth. There's always going to be things that are done that are evil upon the earth. It just is. Verse 4, again, I considered all the travail or the sorrow and every right work or means to accomplish a purpose, every purpose, the sorrow that's attached to purpose. Again, I considered all sorrow that's attached to purpose and that for this, a man is envied of his neighbor. This is also vexation and vanity of your spirit. You can't go around envying those who work. You can't go around envying the people that God has given things to. It doesn't do, it's just not good in your life. Verse five, the fool, he foldeth his hands for laziness. This is put for laziness. The fool is lazy and a self tormentor. Verse six, better is a handful with quietness than both hands full with travail and vexation of spirit. It's better to just enjoy what you have. You might have less than others, but it's better that you have less than others and it's chill than it is to be just abundant and and it's just chaotic. And I've seen this. It takes time to understand why God puts you in the position he puts you in. But he puts you there Remember, he sets the time side by side. It's all about going to God. It's all about building the relationship 
with God. So you might be there in that moment in order to start to pray, to start to build the relationship with God. Verse 7, then I returned and I saw vanity under the sun. Now this talks about, well, there is one alone and there is not a second. This is talking about people who are pretty much by themselves. Yea, he hath neither child nor brother, yet there is no end of all his labor. He just works all the time, yet he's doing it by himself. Neither is his eye satisfied with riches. Neither saith he, for whom do I labor and bereave my soul of good? Who am I working for? This is also a vanity, yea, a sore travail. It doesn't do. If you're just a worker and all you do is accomplish and you're not satisfied in life and you're just building, 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 and it's not with a person, it's for nothing, it, it doesn't matter. So why are you doing it? Verse 9, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Build relationships. Build a partnership with your partner if you have one. Don't do it alone. Because it says right here, if you fall, you have somebody to pick you up and you need to be close enough with somebody to do that. Verse 11, again, if two lie together, they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. The more people you have around you that's with you, one is okay, two is good, three is great. Now I want to finish up with this. If you jump over to verse 18, now all of this has to do with Solomon. Solomon had everything. He had peace. He had understanding. He saw the good and evil. He had all the wealth and riches. He had, he had, he was super smart and he had a relationship with God. He kept his wisdom. This is what he found at the end. Verse 18 of chapter five, behold that which I have seen. It is good and comely for one to eat and to drink and to enjoy the good of all his labor that he taketh under the sun all the days of his life, which God giveth him, for it is his portion. Think about what you eat. Think about what you drink and enjoy the good. Go out and experience. Enjoy the things. If it's, I don't know, if, like for instance, I just bought this really nice knife. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous for uh, a, a chef's knife. I love this thing. Enjoy it. In, God gave you that as your portion. Enjoy the things that God gives you. Verse 19, every man also to whom God hath given riches and wealth and hath given him the power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor. This is the gift of God. For he shall not much remember the days of his life because God answereth him in the joy of his heart. Enjoy what God has given you. Don't just, I don't know. I mean, I think you can really live in this in this other state of mind, you have to see good and not negative. You have to focus on good and not the bad things that are happening. You have to enjoy your life. Make your soul enjoy the good of your labor. Because if you don't, it's just going to slip by. 
Stay focused on what's important. Pray to God. Lift it up in the name of Jesus Christ. Have a desire. Have something you want in life. Go to God and go get it and enjoy your life while you do it. Have a phenomenal day today. God bless you and show you the good things. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Smell the sea and feel the sky. Let your soul and spirit fly. Well, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for every single thing you do for us. I thank you for the journey, especially with golf. And, and again, I just pray that you just show me how to um, just get better every time I go out. I thank you for my family and for this weekend and just for everybody that's coming up, that you protect them and that it's a blessed time and that um, you show my brother the uh, just how to just make that barbecue sauce even more delicious, but it is phenomenal. I thank you for um, just everybody that that's that's in my life and that you take care of them. I thank you for the people that founded this country, that we can enjoy what we have, and I thank you for giving us the space to enjoy it. And um, I'm just very grateful, Father. Thank you for every single thing you do for us. And I lift up a great day to you in the name of my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus.